When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is uh, seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program today. Your phone calls will be part of it. We break down the stories of the day. Uh, We will match Moultrie again this week as Dan Moultrie returns. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. They've given you the kickoff hour. Uh, on all the different Rick and Bubba platforms available to you live and or archived. Eddie Van Adler has one of those options. It's called the YouTube option. He now joins us. You can watch us live on YouTube. Uh, You can also go back and catch the daily archive. A best of hour is available to all Blaze TV subscribers. We're missing one, uh, the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Baba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess, friends and neighbors? Get it, Star Slinger. Oh. Uh, how about it, Bubba? Hey, man, what's up? Well, we're about to jump into a little Moultrie today. We're going to get high tech, too. That already fired you up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I've tech. already been talking. Did you make the high tech guy? Yeah, I did. Man, I did. You know how to say his last name? No, I just called him high tech guy. Yeah, I did, too. He's got uh, kind of a tough last name. I'm not sure how to say it. H H A H N E M A N N. Hahnemann. Hahnemann? I don't know. You You'll have to ask him. Yeah. Robert, me. Robert Hahnemann. Of course, I call him Bob. Uh, so, <laughs> so we got that today. Also, you'll have a chance to match Moultrie. His question will have no merit, but if you can come up with the answer <laughs> that he's looking for, that's how you win. Yeah. You just match Moultrie. And we do mean match Moultrie. That's right. So that'll be part uh, Logic of or truth really mm. has no part of it. No, you just have to match what Dan no, thinks. No, no, yep. so, uh So we got that coming up. We'll update you on the stories from around the world. Uh, we'll update you things that are going on here within the show. Uh, you know, it is uh, exciting times because, um, and it, um, and it is, uh, it is part of um, you know something we enjoy, and that mm-hmm. is that we, you know, we, we're full blown into 
playoff baseball. We're footballing into football, and now Bubba hunting season approaches. Here it comes. Oh boy, here, here it comes. comes. I mean, we're talking about food plots are planted. We 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 couldn't be more excited. Some of y'all already out there bow hunting. I mean, we it just uh, we got a little bit of snap in the air. Uh, I mean, I, I walked out. I, I wore a flannel shirt two days in a row. I mean, I, well, it, it I, got, I'm, just, I'm just jacked. It, it got unseasonably cool, uh, unseasonably quick. And uh, I think we're going to get a few days it's going to warm back up and get more about yeah. where it ought to be. But we, 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 where it went, ought to be. I like this. Well, we went from sweat dropping off of you 100 degrees mm. to 40 yeah. over a pretty quick window yeah, there, you know. It. I'm so that I just love the crisp when the humidity leaves. Yeah, that's that's when I get excited, and yep. the humidity has been gone for 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 us for you know about three weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks yeah, at and, least, and yeah. it, and it has felt so good. Even when it was you know eighty, it was not humid. Right, and so I that I don't mind. I just hate that humidity. Uh, like like uh, the the running joke when you hear everything Scripture has to say about hell being hot. It, I bet you it's humid too. Uh, it's got to be because that sure does feel miserable. So, uh, so we'll look to unpack uh, the the hunting part on what we can do, some other things that'll that'll help you out, and um, and hopefully you'll be able to win something pretty cool. Looks like uh, looks like it, once again he's kind of. I'm looking at what we got here on the uh, uh, the mobile Edge Pro cellular camera, which we love. So we're giving one of those away, and looks like we can give away a month of free data. Mm-hmm. Too. <clears throat> so, so that's. Do you say data or data? Data. Yeah. Data. I go data, back and forth. Data. I think I say data. I, I go. I yeah. Go, I, it's one of those you I bounce back, back and, and forth. forth. I, it's usually whatever I hear last. Do you say let <laughs> me? Do you data. say let, I use data. Do you data. say let me yeah. give you the best route, or do you say let me give you the best route? Route. Yeah, I say route. Yeah. But you, if yeah. I'm looking for a good route to go on, who's that? Who's Dan? Who's I'm looking. Is it me? Uh, so, uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I say route, and I, I, but I will fluctuate on data and data. I, I will not, I will not commit to either one of them. It's for yeah. some reason, just based on you know. It, and you know, for I've a even while, said it different. I think in a commercial, like one yeah. line, I'll say oh, yeah. data, the other I'll say data. <laughs> and, and do you remember what we used to say, advertisement? And that was pretty standard. And then oh, yeah. somebody hipped it up and started saying advertisement. Mm-hmm. And then I thought for a while we were going to fall into that category of that. We're going to have to start using both of those. Right. But yeah. it went back to advertisement. It I, never it never really got legs. Well, I, that word, though, advertisement and advertising, you know, it's just it goes together. Adversement. Right. I mean, it's, I, can't even, <laughs> advertisement, I, can't even, I can't even make that work. I remember the first time an old fella in a really cool brim said that to yeah. me that was been selling advertising for yeah. years. And I, I, I just didn't know what to say to him. I was like, what, what word did you just use? <laughs> Remember those old sales folks? Oh, oh dressed to the nines. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Had that, had that. Sure. Had the thing in the pocket, oh, you know, yeah. the, the handkerchief just yeah, right, yeah. same color. If it, you know. if it was a little misty, they'd have one of them long jackets yes, on, an over yeah. jacket, man. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. Had that brim just like they liked it. Remind me, they looked little exactly in the like the guy, and you know who I'm talking about, the Black Avenger. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and and when they walked in, I mean, you might as well just get the contract out. <laughs> you know, oh, they wasn't leaving without no, an order. Did they have relationships? Oh, uh-huh. I mean, forty years. Worth. And at the end of the day, did they have a scotch before just yeah. going over the numbers? <laughs> they had the, they had the bottle in their lower oh, yeah. desk drawer yeah. right side. How you much mahogany was in their office? Hell, bunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's when men were men. <laughs> oh boy! Fifteen minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Let's get Motri and the gang in here. 
And we'll get started and we'll move to an opportunity for you to match Moultrie uh, when the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so one of the things we were kidding around with, with Moultrie because he was talking about is, you know, anytime that you're dealing uh, with anything in the United States of America, and especially where we all live and have grown up, you know, there, there, were, there were Indian tribes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I remember being with my pawpaw and one of the things that we just loved, they had the, my, my grandmother and grandfather, Meemaw and pawpaw, they had a cabin on uh, the banks of the warrior river, the black warrior river. And I mean, he, he and a guy that when he was still alive, an old man that lived right across the yard from them in another cabin, Mr. Forster, they would get out there. Those two old men, I can still see them right now. Of course they'd be whittling. They'd be whittling with a pocket knife, and they'd walk along with Greg and I as little boys, and we'd look for arrowheads, and we'd look for all kinds mm. of in, you know Indian artifacts and stuff along the banks of the Warrior River and, and all that, and you'd find a bunch, by the way. So um, the discussion always is is that uh, you know all of us evil Europeans, we're really colonizers, uh, and the land belongs to the Native Americans. You know, we've all heard mm-hmm. this quite a bit. And we were messing with Dan about that, about some land mm-hmm. that he's involved in. And we we're, were claiming that some, that, you know, you know, we won't go into certain land, like we won't morning hunt in certain land. We're right. only afternoon hunt right? because you don't mm-hmm. want to go out there where the haints are. Yeah. Right. You know, you go out there and chief so-and-so stand out there on a the burial mound. Yeah. And um, so, so when you think about that and you start talking to the left, they'll, they, they really, I mean, there's people that think that, you know, we should we should, uh, those of us that never were slave owners, that we should be, you know, paying people who never were slaves just because of their ancestors. There's other people say we should give all the land back uh, to the various generations of the tribes. And the left loves that, except when it comes to Israel. When it comes to Israel, uh, they try to call Israel colonizers. But if you really look at world history and you look at biblical history, that land was given to them first. It was their land, and 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 so Bill Maher uh, is is going to make that point, and he's going to say, "Well, you can't use the word colonizers against the Israelis." Uh, so uh, so so here it is. Colonizers. Okay, this is again. This has become like on the in the, in the media. Colon, we just call the Israelis colon. It's not a colonizing. No. But, okay, colonizer is when one country that was had nothing to do with another country like the British or the Dutch in South Africa, marched in with an army and took over a place that they had no connection to. Israel has quite a connection to Israel. Jews are the... Uh, <laughs> yes, if you... Uh, yes, most people, so many people commenting about this seem to have just started their understanding of it from five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> the Jews are the Native Americans of this piece of land. Yes, if you did land. a land acknowledgement okay. like we do in this country, where right. I'm standing on yes. ground that was, yes. I'm standing on ground that 3,000 years ago was King David's capital of Jerusalem. It's important. Who do they, who do, does Hamas and many Palestinian sympathetic people, who do they refer to as settlers and colonizers? It's not just the Israelis living in the disputed West Bank. It's Israelis living anywhere within the internationally recognized borders of the state of Israel. Because to them, any Jew in that territory is considered a colonizer. And this language is used to dehumanize people and to license their murder. 
So it's it's really important that we understand yeah. what this what this and, and, if that, and if that land acknowledgement means like we honor who originally had the land, why does this work for Indians but not Jews? That's, That's good. a wow. good question. So the left picks and chooses again. They want to be consistent, and we know that really the term overall shouldn't be used. But right. what I'm saying is, if they're going to say what they say, which I wouldn't agree with. I mean, you know, you, you can go through world history, and people are taking each other's land all the time. Yeah, and and the Israelis the land really belongs to who can hold on to it. I, yeah. I hate to break that to everybody. Right, and uh, and as Bubba correctly point, points out, often even in the Word of God. God promised a land to his people that pagans had inhabited, and he sent his people in to slaughter the pagans and to remove them completely. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, look, that, I, that is Canaan. Canaan, uh, somebody was already there. Yeah, they, they were already the people Canaanites. living there when Moses, or Moses didn't get to go in, Joshua carried in the, right. the children of Israel the, right. to the promised land. Right. Somebody else owned it. Right. And uh, or so, had it, I, yeah. yeah. They they they, so, they had probably taken it from somebody else. Well, that's the thing, <laughs> and, and and I think the same thing. Right. That's why this 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 argument about America is so watered down too. Right. We act like human history started with the Native American Indians. It didn't. They took it from somebody else. Yeah. They took it from each other. Yeah. It's been going on since the Garden of Eden. So it's all part of the fall. If, yeah. If you the go- only thing we can absolutely identify through the Holy Bible, is that God gave that land to the Jewish people, to the Israelites, to Jacob, through David, down all the way, promised to Abraham. And if you look... And if you, if you, like you said, if you just want to go with, like, like uh, Mara saying, go with biblical history, okay, you will see that Ishmael, that's the Arabs, that, that he was also given land, and also his descendants were quite wealthy and did quite well. They just weren't the covenant people. Right. And so the covenant people were given this particular land. Mm-hmm. Netanyahu said this years ago when this they first started pressing on him when he became prime minister. He said, look, the land that was given to us, we still don't even have. We don't have all that's ours. So we're already giving. Uh, so, But for the point just being made here, the left cannot call white Europeans colonizers, okay, and the Native Americans, the ones who've been done wrong, and then call the Israelis colonizers and consider the Palestinians the heroes. I mean, you can't do that. That's, that's crazy inconsistent. Either you're just thinking the Israelis are bad people and you want the Palestinians to have it, but don't try to play the colonizer card because it does not apply here. Right. You, you actually have the wrong label on the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but, that, but that's what an emotional worldview. I love what the one guy said, and it's amazing that now we're hearing Bill Maher with so much logic and on things that are just logical. We, we, don't, we don't agree with that panel probably on, what, five things? Uh, but, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but the logic, but the guy says correctly – most people that are being crazy emotional about this on the left, it's as if they just found out about it five minutes ago. Right. They don't know the history. They don't know the background. They don't know who is what and where and where who, who came from where. They don't know the history of this battle at all. Yeah, the History Channel actually had a little clip. I don't know if you saw it on Reels that explained the entire history and when the uh, the Jewish nation was broken up and, and spreaded uh, among the world, literally, mm-hmm. uh, as predicted, again, by Jesus. That it would happen, yep. and that not one stone would remain on top right. of the other of the great temple that uh, Solomon built. Um, I mean, to the T, as predicted, scattered, but they were brought back. And at the end of World War II, the Brits actually had control of that land, and they decided that they were going to give the Israelis a homeland again. 
and they they were the ones that owned it and decided what to do with it. So right. I again, and and they didn't come in and just run people out. They actually bought them out right. and and moved them. You know, and we were the you know a, a nation that acknowledged them as a state. The first uh, one in 1948. Yep. yep. And uh, of course that was that was prophesied. That's probably one of the biggest fulfillments of prophecy we've that, seen yeah. that we've seen as a country. It's a big one. And then you get I mean, into it's a big uh, the question because it does say, it does. The Bible says that that generation will see the fulfillment of all the prophecy, which what is a generation? Does that, is that a year number or is that meaning that since they are reestablished, they will never be scattered again? Or, you know, I've heard all kinds of arguments from 40 years to 56. No, it just means that that group of people will never leave that land again. Right. But it also says that Israel being there was going to be a thorn in the side of all of its neighbors. Of and I course. think you can see that right now very clear. Uh, of course. Yep. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We'll come back uh, and continue. Uh, we'll play um, some more clips involving this today. We'll get some of your phone calls on any topic today. George Bush has weighed in on the – we're going to update you on the Israeli situation. There's, we mentioned something a minute ago. Uh, but there are there have been developments since the last time we were here. Uh, George Bush, uh, former president George W. Bush, weighs in uh, uh, because the the big story today is. I know this is. I don't know if it terrifies y'all as much as it does me. This stumbling, bumbling president that we have is in the Middle East. Uh, and, He's and, headed to Israel, and they mm-hmm. were talking about how unprecedented. That that I heard one guy saying, I can't recall a time that a U.S. president rolled into someone's country that was about to launch a ground war. That that's just never that's that that that's not really considered to be great form. And and so the, the then what does the what does the enemy of Israel when you see that that's the first, what's the first thing you think of? America's going to try to get them to stop. They're going to try to get to negotiate a ceasefire. So here's what George W. Bush said about trying to negotiate when you're dealing with the Israelis versus their Arab enemies. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be chaotic, and it's going to be look. It's a democracy, and in a democracy, the people's voices matter, and there's going to be a weariness. You watch the world's going to be okay. Let's negotiate. You know, Israel's got to negotiate. They're not going to negotiate. These people have played played their cards. Mm. They want to kill as many Israelis as they can, and negotiating with killers is not a, an option for the elected government of Israel. And so we're just going to have to remain steadfast, but it's not going to take long. for That's gone on too long. Surely there's a way to settle this through negotiations. Both sides are guilty. My view is one side is guilty, and it's not Israel. And there it is. And, you know, he always had that point of view the whole time he was president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he he got blamed for being a little passive on that, but... Again, I think it was due to his religious convictions, knowing that there was not going to be any peace. So mm-hmm. while we should make an effort, uh, sure, but you, you realize there's never going to be peace until the return of the Messiah. Can y'all imagine the current state of Joe Biden rolling into this? No. Representing the United States of America. Mm-mm. Boy, that's, that makes you no. feel good, doesn't it? No. Can, can anybody? <clears throat> no. So also, but this has to be a, a dangerous trip too, because you yeah, got uh, you got to fly oh, yeah. over hostile territory oh, to get yeah. in there. So another thing yesterday, some saber rattling. Uh, somebody where I was yesterday said uh, Russia says that they're going to side with Hamas. I'm like, they can't even beat Ukraine. Yeah. 
Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and so and and so you. you well, they back Iran. Yeah. China backs Iran. Right. And, I mean, and, they're all. And then the 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 Iranians have said if the ground war starts, they will go to war. They will intervene. Intervene. Yeah. And then Hezbollah. Kind of, that's Iran, right? Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they, that's they, their right arm, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but they're in Lebanon to the north, right? Correct, correct. <clears throat> so, so all of that is is where we are. But I, I think what George W. Bush is trying to let everybody know: the Israelis. See, this is we've seen a, a number of things like this happen. This this is not. Hey, somebody shot some stuff over the over the right, wall, and, right. and we killed some a few people <clears throat> at a market, and all this. This, if you all you really have to do is say, what did Israel do in the Six Day War? What did Israel do in the War of Yom Kippur? That this is in that category. And if you go back and look at that, they went all out to completely annihilate the enemy's position to wage war. Now, what they're going to do, they're not going to go and they're going. What they're trying to do is say, we will, we will try to have a response. And we resolved that Hamas will no longer exist. They will not be able to govern this area. They will have no play in this area. And uh, and we will remove them as the sitting government. And they are going to kill all of their leaders, yep. the people who identify with that, and destroy all their assets. And, and I will say that if Iran gets involved and Hezbollah gets involved and Russia gets involved and all of this, it will not change the resolve of Israel. And that's kind of what George W. Bush is trying to let everybody know. Well, I don't think Russia is going to be in this one. No, uh, they got their hands full. Right. Uh, now, this is why we moved the battle groups in. It was not because we thought they needed help with Gaza. Right. Uh, it, it 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 was to keep Iran out of it. Right. And I assure you, the Gerald Ford battle group, and now there's another battle group in that area. They have contingency plans right now to absolutely cripple Iran if they do anything. Well, and I will tell you how Israel operates, and, and I watched this in the movie about Golda Meir, and that's the War of Yom Kippur. And she said to <clears throat> Kissinger, uh, because her assistant was saying, what if America doesn't help us? And she says, well, if, if America decides not to help us, we will just fight anyway. And she told Kissinger that, and she told everybody that. I mean— Basically, that'll be what y'all will have to live with, but it will not change our our plan. Hmm. And, of course, we know that we don't know when it is, but there's no doubt that there is a huge, huge victory. And I'm not not saying this is it. Do not go out and say, well, I was listening to show Rick and Bubba. I'm not saying that at all because I don't know, nor does anyone else. Uh, Only God knows. But there is a major world war coming that – that uh, Israel will win without our help. And it will be so supernatural that it will bring peace to the Middle East, but it will be a false peace, uh, and it will lead to the end of everything. So, now, I'm not saying this is it. I'm just saying that is, no. going, that is going to happen at some point. Yeah. And, and, of course, I look at our country right now. We don't exactly look like we're the ones that's going to run to Israel's aid right now. <laughs> Maybe we will, but we, we don't look that way. Or maybe other allies will, and that that won't that won't be that'll cancel it out too. But at some point, they're going to win another one of these six day deals that is completely supernatural. Yeah, and they're all they're going to be actually, I think, actually pressed up against defeat. Right, 
and and they're all going to say, wow, the God that they're with is to be feared, and we want to make peace with you. Of course, that's going to bring a bad dude on the scene. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a false peace, and it won't be over three and a half years. And then it gets real ugly. So, uh, but uh, that 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 is uh, so. We'll but you know at the end though it's all done. It, it, you know it's kind of like Sherry and I are. La- we were laughing about it yesterday. The the, the old saying, and um, and it's kind of the way we treat a lot of things that we know that we need to get to where we're going. We always say, well, it's kind of like the tribulation. The process is ugly, but the end result is going to be quite wonderful. Right. And uh, kind of like the oh, I ain't afraid to die, but I ain't crazy about the pro- I ain't crazy about the process. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, die, to die is I don't fear that at all. Dying actually yeah. doesn't sound very pleasant at all. No. Uh, <laughs> and I look forward to the new heaven, the new earth, and I and I and I certainly believe that Scripture, the most uh, plausible uh, theory, and people have different theories and views on it, is is a pre-tribulation rapture of the church. I do believe that. Uh, but I will tell you this, the uh, getting to the new heaven and the new earth, it is going to be absolutely wonderful. And we're studying that right now in the Wednesday Bible study, and it, it is to give you great hope. But the process of getting there, uh, even now, mm-hmm. is, uh, is, 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 is ugly. Yeah. But all of it goes back to the same thing. Sin always matters. The rejection of God always matters. The rejection of Jesus always matters. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Bubba, it is that candy time of year. Mm. Uh, these are the times when uh, people start thinking to themselves, I know it's not a high percentage, uh, if I were going to eat candy, is there a way to do it and do the least amount of damage? That's well, kind of the way you got to look at it. No, I know. I yeah. know. And all of us, to some degree, will probably cheat a little bit during mm-hmm. Halloween. It's just, there's a lot of it laying around. Well, what I, I try to take the genre, candy is dandy, but no. I just, <laughs> 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 one, of, one of the funniest shirts I think I ever saw means, for a graduation picture right. in high school. Yeah. Which means I dropped uh, the whole trick option and just go with trick. Right, right, right yes. Uh, Rick, according to Ross Britt, a registered dietitian with top nutrition coaching, not all Halloween candy is the same. Uh oh. No. And none of them provide very much nutritional value. We all give you that. that That's fact. But they are some that are better than others. There you go. The healthiest Halloween candy, according to Rose Britt. Peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's. I really thought, yeah. Are you serious? A healthy snack. A somewhat healthy snack. Or a similar complex candy. When it comes to choices with multiple components like peanuts, at least you're getting a little more substance than just corn syrup. 
according uh-huh. to Rose. Mm-hmm. So peanut M and M's, the winner of the healthiest Halloween candy. Did he? Uh, did he put <laughs> how, how many? Did he talk about moderation in there at all? Well, no, serving no, size no, is two not. two M and M's. We just said of the bad. <laughs> of we the say bad. all are bad. This is the best. Right. right. So a handful a day, not an apple a day. A handful right. a day. Right. 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 There, there it is. There's the old winner. There it is. Yep. Old yep. gluten free snack. Mm-hmm. We there, knew it. There it is. We knew it. Yeah. They are. Bubba, you've been saying, and yesterday your commitment to that healthy snack was seen all around the world. It was a tough day yesterday. Yeah. Bubba, you said that uh, mm-hmm. you were you were even talking to yourself, which is my favorite when yeah. you get on yourself, mm-hmm. that you went to a, an old bag that you, you weren't <laughs> sure how old it was. It was yeah, just, I didn't care. I thought there were some new ones that were brought in Friday. No, I ate those. Oh, you destroyed it. <laughs> Y'all don't know that I was in my office. It was just earlier. a small box. You went through that Friday. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, Y'all didn't know that I could hear the conversation earlier when I was in my office and Bubba was mad at Rick because he threw a piece of bread in the, in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Bubba was mad about hey, it? Yeah, it was just frustrated because he really wanted that piece of bread. I didn't know that. You never it went my on bread. and on and on. And I thought, wow, he really wants that bread. Well, the what it is, and it I'm, is mine. He, I, I'm he so wait to get it. Rick so, said, well, there's a big blob of butter. On, I said, "Well, I write that off. Right, that ain't no problem." Well, what it is, and, and it's I'll, whole wheat bread. How bad can it be? One I, slice. I, 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 it's only a half a slice. Dollop yeah. of butter. Well, there were actually two slices. <laughs> well, <laughs> one piece. Well, well, about forty-six <laughs> calories. Forty-six. Well, what was funny is he's never asked for my bread, so I didn't. He know. usually eats mine. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and he got us maybe confused. And Adler just, likes it too, so I, I try to split with him when I can. But no, that when I can. Well, the thing when my when I can allow it on occasion. <laughs> the thing on that is, and I'm so thankful, so thankful uh, for Edgar's, and they are a very good, when I mm. when I was talking about, hey, what, mm. what would be a good breakfast mm. choice for me? And I told him we had access to Edgar's. Mm. Sean, the trainer, was thrilled. And and I have a, a breakfast that is outstanding, and I'm so thankful for them. And I and I am thankful that they put the, the wheat toast on there. But But the problem is, they literally have a glob of butter the size of a golf ball, <laughs> uh, and they have it smashed between oh, the two pieces of bread. You break right. it off of there, and I can't. I, can't. I can tell them a little butter. remnant. It's pretty good. No, I, well, it's it's better touch. for me to not eat that. Yeah, yeah, right, that that helps it you has, not yeah. eat it. Yeah. I get that it. helps I me like not butter. to eat it. I don't yeah. need it. I mean, I, I get all I need. I don't need to be eating that bread anymore. What is the thought on all that butter? I don't know, but it's a lot of butter. Is that just the way they? They get it and they can't yeah. split it. I up. think the thought is delicious. Yeah, that's what the Spread thought it is. Out. Well, Put it is a little the, jelly on it's it. It's good. Now, ain't no doubt it's good. It's I will say so this much. though: in this particular case, even if I was going to eat butter on my toast, I wouldn't eat that much. No, butter. you wouldn't. You'd <laughs> even if I was 25%. saying today, I'm all in on butter. How about you? I would be more butter than I could ever yeah, eat. That's what I mean. guys. The more I'm, I'm hearing a lot of talk, <laughs> and there's a lot of talk that the butter is healthier than the bread. Now that I would, I wouldn't I've be surprised that, by that. There's some talk that. out there. I'm tired there. of people coming up with stuff. <laughs> There's like talk that. out I would not there. Be That's why I say to see whatever you want because they change the rules every they time. They change them all the time. And try to hit, you know, whatever your number for calories of the day yeah. is, mm-hmm. and if. I'm okay with butter these days. I'm putting butter in everything. I'm, go, I'm going scary. crazy. If it's real butter and good real butter, good real butter, buddy. I would assume Edgar's Bakery uses butter. Anybody wrote down the word "assume" for you? Rick. What what is it? Has that ever happened for you, son, on the job site? <laughs> what you're you're gonna tell me there's like a, a pun hidden in there or something. Okay, Rick, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what was funny, I was telling Bubba this a minute ago because of all this and there's so much uncertainty. And of course, you know, the whole world with us and about the, the person asking about us putting in goodies, a little document. So I'm fi- I'm not try- I'm putting that together now for, for Helms and, and and I actually do an entire paragraph at the beginning 
of the, hey, Rick, what are you doing to do better? And I have a whole paragraph at the beginning, and I open with this, and it's going to slay everybody. But only we would give give this kind of, if we wrote our nutrition book, I said, know that the overwhelming majority of my life, I have been fat and overweight. <laughs> so knowing that, literally while you're reading this, I may have abandoned the plan that is to follow. I may no longer be doing it. Right. And I said, but the only reason I won't be doing it is simply because I lack discipline and self-control, not because it doesn't work. Right. The plan yeah. works. If you do this plan, whether I'm still doing it or not, because I promise you at the time I was doing it, it was delivering great results. If I have abandoned it, like most fat people eventually do, you still do it. And so that that's how I start the whole the whole document. That's funny. But isn't that true? It's true. Yeah. I true. mean just <laughs> really? don't let me be doing it be the reason that you're committed to this. Yes, yeah. Uh this and it's and they, there's not one thing in it that's new. Nothing. It's the stuff we've known forever. And and I mean it's just it's really just accounting. <clears throat> it's just whether you want to well, it, it's also what you're eating though. It's not just numbers. The, what the what 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 nutritionally is going into your body does matter. Yeah. There are foods that are better than other foods. Uh, but, uh, but but if you're having a snack, it's peanut M and You know what? Halloween candy. I, mean, that's, I didn't say it. That's what the new <laughs> no, candy no. corn. No, Bubba. Let me tell you <laughs> something. A story on it. Today. You're 100 percent right. I mean this this mm-hmm. is this is the whole the whole deal. Everybody who's ever held me accountable, here's what they say. I understand that in your line of work, just like with all people, there are times you get in a situation where the best of the best is not available. When that happens, pick the best available. That's and that's what you, you do. and that's what that's you just you said. Yep. You know, or mm-hmm. go bad, but just don't eat a lot of it. <laughs> that's right. You know, and uh, that's that's usually where we run aground. That moderation. Yeah. Right. Like, like it's funny if it, I'd stick to the dog bowl diet, <laughs> I'd have been fine. Per- perfect, huh? perfect, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect example. <clears throat> Everybody, when we're trying to do better, we we get excited because somebody will tell us that almonds are a good snack. Mm-hmm. But they say a handful. Right. So what you Not do what you do is eat half the bag and go, yep. man, my weight's up. And they go, you know why? Because almonds are full of calories. I mean, <laughs> they are good. They though. are full of calories. But they are delicious. I they love are. good almonds. It is almonds. amazing, though, how efficient your body is mm-hmm. with, with food. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about what you eat to gain 10 calories and what your body can get out of it. Oh, you yeah. know how long it takes to burn 10 off. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 15 minutes pass. So there you are. If you're if you're getting ready to eat candy, the somewhat healthy snack, as Bubba has said, all along, peanut M and M's. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Matches this year. Going through a rough patch right now. Everybody, tornado recovery. The tornado recovery update. T R U. T R U. Everybody say. So, Bubba, what's going on? Rick, uh, you know, work continues. Uh, and for those that missed it, we had a house destroyed by a tornado March the 26th uh, last year, of this year. Yep. And uh, we're continuing. A couple of people have really come through for us, Rick, and we really do appreciate that. Uh, first, Tristan Genright uh, has finished our pluff, plumbing rough in. Did you and, just say pl- plumbing? Pl- plumbing. Pl- pl- plumbing. Pl- plumbing. Well, I was scared of Genright, and I'm not yeah. sure you yeah. got that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he Gen-Hattie. he really came through, did a great job for us. And uh, our friends at Eagle Electric, Nick Howell's bunch, 
uh, down in Opelika. Zach Wood was the lead electrician at the house, and they came through and got our electrical finished. All of that has passed inspection, and uh, hopefully we're going to be uh, uh, taking care of some minor details and getting our uh, insulation in this week. So wow. that'll be a, a big move toward getting the walls back up. Don't want to be this guy. Yep. Because no, the, these are the kind of things that, that you just never should even let your emotions even, right. even entertain. Right. <laughs> Any idea when you oh, could possibly be back look, in it? You know, next never. March. Let's next just say March never. Is, is <laughs> what my goal is. Because, you know, yeah. we have a spring break in March. So it, during just that never. week would be a good time to move, you know, try to move back in. So if we could hit that target, that would really be, that would really help me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Blair uh, did our home inspection. And Kenneth's done several for us down uh, around Lake Martin. Does a great job. And. He came in and uh, looked everything over and gave it the, the thumbs up and showed us a few little things we we're going to work on, and uh, we're excited about that. So he did a good job for us, too. And, Kenneth, we appreciate you coming through. So these guys have really done good. Zach was really in there working hard on the electric part. He was he was taking so you care run, of it. you hadn't run this one off? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it is, the, the electrician you, you thing had, has been had, the strangest. You've had a bit of a rough patch on with electricians. It, it's yeah. it's been one of the strangest uh, uh, deals I have ever seen, yeah. where people just will not come back and don't mm. won't communicate with you. Are you mm. difficult to deal with? No, when it comes I, to I, I don't. I don't. I really had very little to do with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you ever find the latest one? The MIA? No, no. You never mm-hmm. did. You never mm-hmm. did. Didn't never call you back. Mm-hmm. You change his number or something? I, wow. I don't know. Mm. Kind you know, rude. we're we're trying to move the chains, right? No, I'm not really. Look I got Somebody keeps dinging. I don't, I don't have that, that feature. I have away. nothing that I own does that. <laughs> who's, hey, who's dinging? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but, uh, but so you, this electrician's actually staying the course. Oh, they they got it done. We're in good okay. shape. All so, right. Uh, we're excited. We get How's the installation up, and, you know, that's going to be critical. We're mm-hmm. getting the siding on the outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's is big. Finished. That's, so, uh, that's your big boy right there. You know, we'll be kind of sealed in. We got all the windows in. And, hey, here we go. Do, do you, I mean, again, I'm, I'm ignorant to all this. Thankfully, your insurance allowed you guys to, if it was available, to actually just move what was salvageable i mean what you could salvage that wasn't damaged and destroyed by water uh to a, to a rental and stay down there does when does that rental run out uh it'll run out probably march too i think that's kind of okay coinciding okay well that so that all works to come out i just wondered if you had it like a hey I, we got to be out here by a certain date these well people, these that's people uh, back. you know i think that's a a good assessment i mean the the yard may not be done i don't know but we'll we'll see because yeah. so i guess we, those people, you know we got big doug on that so oh what oh yeah you went to doug yeah, Ooh, oh, yeah. dynamic doug yeah. watch out yeah huh he had some good ideas but you know he's he is an he's a an artist. He's a landscape architect to the stars. He's. I mean, he's, he he, he only works with the most wealthy. <laughs> well, I don't. I think this is a charity case. It, well, well, he needs to do that, try to get into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's doing all right. I think. Yeah. I mean, no, look, he he don't he don't play games. No, I know. Huh? I know. I mean, you surely did. But put, I, you didn't put him on a budget. He didn't know what that is. I really appreciate these guys. They, right. They've done a tremendous job, and uh, the insurance companies. You know, we'll give everybody the the final grades when all said and done. I I thought about doing, uh, you know, the the semester grades or the midterm grades. Okay. But I think I think you got to wait till everything's done so you really know you know what's happening there. Right. Get yeah. the whole picture. Are they passing right now though? I mean, where right are they now, at? right, right now? now we're getting some good passing marks. You know. Okay. Uh, 
and uh, these guys came in, the plumbers and electricians, really kind of, you know, we we kind of hit a lull there, and they needed, you know, we needed to get over the hump, and they really got the energy in there to get that done. Well, so. you were looking for somebody who wanted to make a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you, and these, you, these, these, these Eagle Electric guys, they don't play, buddy. They come in there, and they are they are after this knees and elbows. When you were dealing with that electric situation, it's almost like you had that quarterback couldn't move the team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. It, it was like, yeah. come on, yeah. man. I it found was, I found footage of Bubba's old uh, uh, electrician. Oh, oh, oh really? He is just, uh, <laughs> oh, he's just walking into the light. He says, "I quit." Just walking into the light. little tough on him. I quit. Well, do you, you feel know, like you're harder on the subs where you that that you're more familiar with what they do? No, not when it really. comes to electrician, you could not probably really. have I mean, wired your own house. They're all working for the contractor, so. You know who's working for me, so you gotta, uh-huh. you know, keep it in the order there. Here's that tone. Um, <laughs> That's no, but, uh, <laughs> so true. There you go. I get it. You got, got it. it just for a second. That's got what it. I was looking for. Got Thank it. you. Got it done. Thank no, you. No, I mean it's just the order. You got to keep it in the right order. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the man. I get that a lot too. I, I, I still go back to the great Seinfeld line. I didn't even know I had a tone until I got married. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, I mean, I, I thought we could just communicate. Right. You know, we didn't have to worry about tone. Right? Yeah. Right. right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've had to before announce that this this tone won't change. Well, and, 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 and my, one of my sons is one of his favorite moments. He goes, "Dad, when you told everybody that your tone would be unchanging, <laughs> just get over it." I said, "I said no, it'll change when y'all actually do what I need you to." Do. Right. Right. And I then I said, "Here's how that tone changes for y'all to actually uh-huh. you do answer the question I keep asking." Yeah. All right. Well, you know, in, in our situation, if the thing had been leveled mm-hmm. and we'd have started from the ground right, up, yeah. uh, it would have probably been easier yeah. Than, yeah. than some of this, what they're having to go through. No so, question, yeah. Because now you've had other cooks in the kitchen sure. and you're trying to, you know. Now you're getting some of the stuff we always get. I don't know who did this, but whoever did this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> God, absolutely. I almost got to laugh. I got to cry and I was laughing so hard at one of them. So. Of course I, I don't know what this guy was doing. I don't know where it's why. Who, who came up with this floor? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't know, I, who'd you have Rufus thing? <laughs> they put a closet here. Yeah. Why did they? No, do I'm that? gonna tell you the roofers. The roofers did. Now, a, this right here. I don't know what they were doing. They, those roofers that put that roof on when it was 100 degrees. Oh, I don't, I don't know how they did yes, it. I just yeah. don't know how they, they did. Uh, they just, God bless them. They're special people. Mm. Now, they they swam during lunch and that was fine with me. Well, heck yeah. I hope not like the electrician. I <laughs> now they actually came back up. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, Big thanks. That's thanks, good to, thanks to plumbers and electricians. There we go, team. There you go. Let's keep it moving forward. There we go. go. There we go, team. There we go, team tornado. There you go. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour, 866. We be bigs the number. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You, you see, this is Harvard now. I mean, do, do any of us allow Harvard to hold any weight anymore? Uh, I mean, they just it, hired Frazier. Is there anybody? <laughs> it, I saw that last night. By it, the way. It's it's we're going to get to the point where at one time you would say things. You know, my kid graduated from Harvard. Mm-hmm. Now you'd be like, "Who told you my kid gra- graduated from Harvard? How dare you say that about my kid?" Mm-hmm. It's almost becoming something to be ashamed of. Yeah, if you're not if you're not on suits, who cares? Yeah. So so anyway, <laughs> um, and this ties into three A two Adler. Uh, so we know that at Harvard there were Hamas supporting students. Uh, and they are now begging for donations. Now, I want you to think about this. They decide they want to stand with terrorists, okay? Right. Now, what you would think normally is a pretty mean 
bunch, okay, or they can be. Uh, but the very people who think they're bold enough to stand with terrorists and be part of a terrorist organization are now begging for donations to support their mental health because they feel like they've been bullied about it. Because people push back yeah. on their support of Hamas. They feel like they have been bullied, and now they need financial support. They yes, they right. need help financially mm, to get over it because they feel like they've been bullied. And why were they bullied? They think they were bullied because they stood for terrorists uh, on who, their on their college campus. Who would actually push back against that? Can you imagine? I mean, can you even be a terrorist if you're afraid to be bullied? Yeah, I mean, not a good one. No, not a good one. And of course, uh, we also have footage in London. A huge pro-Palestine crowd, 50,000, uh, a few blocks from the largest mosque in the Western world. Unreal. Uh, in this part of London, 90% of this neighborhood, are they're, they're now Muslim. Uh, mm. and, and if you don't understand 90%. about mass immigration, take a look at this picture. Uh, and, and if you think uh, there's no need to vet anyone out or anything wow. like that, just come one, come all. Look at that. 50,000 estimated this crowd in a neighborhood in London that has completely been taken over. No, you can't fit another person. And their desire is that all of London and all of the world would one day be under Sharia law. Yep. So you, you, you know, it's one, it's one thing what's happening at Harvard, uh, because let's face it, these are just a bunch of lily white liberals that, that think that they have some bleeding heart for someone. And as Another commentator said earlier in the show, and they found out about this conflict five minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and now they're standing with Hamas, and people got upset about it, and they want money because it makes them feel bad. Yeah, I don't know how, <laughs> how you put a price on Did y'all hear that in your head? Yeah. 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 Did, did y'all hear what I just said? Yeah. And and a lot of professors at different universities are pretty – they're getting exposed, too, because of some of the stuff they're oh, coming yeah. out. Do you see Cut 2 here, Rick, at Cornell uh, University? One of their professors was seen on – uh, a bull, yeah, bullhorn talking about how he felt when it happened. Yeah, here he is. I actually did see that. Yeah, this is um, this is what uh, you know. The universities out there. I mean, I know this is not you know breaking news, but it it it's getting more and more obvious that when you make the decision to send your kids off and write mm. them big checks to these universities. You got to know what you're sending your kid into. Yeah, and and speaking, you know, from experience, I know a lot of times we think, well, my kid's ready. My kid's ready to defend their faith. My kid's ready to to stand against all this. But I'm telling you, you're sending them into a world where they're still pretty young and influential, mm-hmm. and there's a clear pattern to indoctrinate. Now, what I understand about this professor and others like him, they've been saying things like this for years, yeah. right? And that no one ever holds them accountable for it. Yep. But because of the obvious conflict, right. it's now coming to the forefront. Yeah, it's it's so, full screen now. So it? here it is, Cornell University professor Russell Rickford. Here we go. It was exhilarating. It was exhilarating. It was energizing. If they weren't exhilarated by this, this challenge to the monopoly of violence, but this shifting of the balance of power, then they would not be you and I was exhilarating. He's talking about the after the attacks. Yeah. And yeah. how excited he was. Yeah. It was exhilarating. He, yeah, he was uh, completely, it was like this wonderful experience for him. The word exhilarating is the word he's using. So I, I don't think there's anything to add mm. to that. I mean, if something's exhilarating, I mean. He sounds pretty excited. He's, he, well, he's exhilarated. He called terrorists going into music festivals and into villages and killing civilians a challenge to the monopoly of violence 
That's what he. That's how he described it: a challenge to the monopoly of violence that Israel quote is per- perpetrating. Well, I, I'm glad he found that to be exhilarating, and um, I, I wonder how exhilarating it will be for him when people begin to oppose him and, uh, and and disagree with him, and maybe give him a hard time about it. Yeah, they have to get a GoFundMe to deal with. Well, it. I mean, if he's exhilarated, then yeah. I guess that's what he's all in. The the uh, now the apparently over at Harvard, you know, they were exhilarated for a minute, but then right. then got their feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah. they must yeah. be talked yeah. off the ledge. I'd still yeah. like to know why you need me to send you money for your feelings. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, I don't even. And how does that well, process that's, that's, work? Well, that, that's what they've grown up in. Right. If you if you feel like you have got your feelings hurt, somebody disagrees with you, you curl up, you claim victim, and you ask for somebody to give you money. And we got to quit picking and choosing. So we let this professor go up there and. He can say what he wants to say, you know, as long as he doesn't call for people to be harmed. Uh, of course, what he's saying is borderline on that. But the other part is, though, but you can't then cry and whine and try to cut the PA system off when someone opposes his point of view and stands with Israel. Right. Um, or gets up and talks about exclusivity of uh, of faith in Christ or, or whatever. Or, or, dare I say, vote for Donald Trump. I mean, you, 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 I mean, we know how, how that can hurt people's feelings and make them feel triggered. Oh, yeah. Triggered. That's the, I love the trigger word. Oh, gosh. Grow up, people. Phone calls next. This is what happens when you don't have your little heart broken as a little kid. You don't know how to deal with it when you get older. Yep. yep. Uh, the other thing is, though, on a much lighter note, is we had a caller that says, you have now inspired people to watch even old episodes of Frasier, Bubba. And he saw the one back when, the one we like, when Frasier was still working in radio that dealt with something we're dealing with here at the new studio and have been for almost two years now. And uh, But I was going to take his call when we started this segment, but he, he, he's he gone. But but Helmsy, you took it. so He said that in, in an episode that he had to go a long way to the bathroom, too. And and, that, and it was a funny <laughs> and, thing and about was, trying yeah. to go to the bathroom? Yeah. yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, it, it's And I a, haven't seen it, but I, right. I, Bubba, I did watch the new one How last about, night. It's pretty good, isn't it? And I, and I to be honest with you, I... I I, don't, I didn't really have a bad attitude. I was just like, am I going to like this? That kind of thing. And I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was good. Well, just the really fact, good. I think sometimes, look, we've all said this and we've all talked about it. And there are certain actors and yeah. certain characters, if they're in anything, mm-hmm. it's not going to be awful. Yeah. I mean, they, they can almost save a mediocre, yeah. mediocre yeah. show right. just by their own presence. And if anybody else steps up, you really got something going. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, and, and, I, and I think that was part of it, and I think it was well written. Yeah. I think I the think, whole thing was really I good. think they've got some characters on there that could really be dandy I, I agree. as they play this I agree. Out. I watched a movie uh, while Sherry and I were at the beach this past weekend. And we got back in one night, and we weren't quite ready to go to bed, and we were just kind of saying, hey, you want to watch some TV or whatever? And I solely watched it. And I want to say it was called The Burial. Did you <laughs> we, watch it? I, I talked about this this morning. Oh, did you? Okay, okay, I didn't hear that yeah. one. did. And, and I, the reason I did, it's the same reason that you're talking I about. I didn't watch The two it. actors that were in it. I didn't watch for any other reason. And I saw, it was a I, good movie. I saw Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx, and I said, my goodness, of course. All in. All I thought about was when Jamie Foxx was shooting that movie, he didn't know he was going to have a stroke. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I thought about. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. We I want to know if he looks sick. Yes. Let me tell you something. Watch this last night. Didn't know mm-hmm. that story happened. Didn't either. It, 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 Good it, movie. On events. Greg, listen. it's based on a true story. Come on. A true event. I know Inspired you run all by. these shows. Rick, don't listen to him. Yeah. But just Is at that the core, it's right. There's, I mean, when they go very, very that similar. vague, it's really. Yeah. Hey, I think the only. He well. plays a character like that. <laughs> he, 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 is, he is a Johnny Cochran. Yes. Uh, 
child's kind of oh, guy. That's Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. And uh, <laughs> we just said in the that. world. No, I, I, was, I thought he was Jackie. I thought it was the actor that played Jackie Childs yeah. to begin with. Because I didn't look. Yeah. I was looking at it yeah. over here. Uh, Jamie Foxx plays that. the character, and he and Tommy Lee Jones together. Was, My gosh, that's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. It is. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 just a dang minute. When you see those two actors, you 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 yeah. go, you go. Which was the whole thing we were talking about is these two actors made us yeah, watch. Yeah, give it a chance. Yeah, because you know, just like with Kelsey Grammer and the Frasier character. I thought, well, my goodness, yeah. if this story, if this thing has even a half a good story no. with these two actors in it, I'm all in. Yeah. And it was, I enjoyed That's it. That's funny. I did too. Yeah. Not, did not, too. didn't have to deal with much yuck or any of it. No. I remember. No. I a couple yeah. of, you know, cussing here or there, yeah, but, but you're going to have that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you're going to have that. You are. Yeah. That, oh, that one guy that said you're going to, you have a chance if you take this case to be like yeah. blank, blank and Johnny Cochran. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was, that, that was the only real okay. bad one. Yeah. So it's, it's based off true events. Yes. There goes Greg. So at the core, there's the story. There was and, and release they, the Greg, and then they have you know. <laughs> Basically, somebody went to trial. That, that part's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has a this one right here. Thank you. You got what, what inspired was by actual events. Had you never got based on true don't, story. You got different things. You don't have I'm to, just saying. I saw that though. It said inspired by events. I know. So I was what is the plot? Don't events. don't tell me the whole movie, but just what is no, it? About? You're asking a Burgess. Would you rather me not coming? You want him to tell you? <laughs> well, because no, I'm going to tell you something. Movie. I'm ready to take you to the. I want to watch it, so please yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm, I'd rather <laughs> watch it. Let's just move on. Let's just. Well, you can say what it's about. Tommy Lee Jones. I'm going to let Helmsy do it because I'll tell you the whole movie. He owns some funeral homes, okay? And he's he's in some financial trouble, and government's part of that. And then some gentleman comes in and tries to buy up several of his businesses and they kind of have an agreement and the guy will never go through with the agreement. The thought is loosely based. Emma, am I I getting too? Getting too detailed. Think about the trailer. Tell the trailer. Cause I mean, um, and nonetheless, he ends up suing this gentleman that's trying to buy the business loosely based on and Jamie Foxx is representing Tommy Lee Jones. And he's, he's and his business. And can I say this one thing? Because this is what my boy wants. Here we go. He's got to just like it. Jackie Childs. Here he goes. Was you know <laughs> your, your classic? We hear commercials all the way into work every yes. day. The personal injury lawyers. Yes, that's how he's made all his money. And there's a there's they try to convince him he should take you, this on too. That's probably too much. Right? Okay. That well, was, I bet that was too much because so I wanted he's got I wanted to, I wanted to say job. that, and I thought no, that's too much information. Bubba you did a great that. job. You stay out of it. But how about this? Bubba needed that one tidbit. He's in it. now. I got it. Yeah, I got it. He's in now. You'll enjoy the movie, Bubba. Oh, there it is. Every stereotype about these kind of lawyers you've ever thought of is all in there. Yeah. And that's what you want, isn't it? That's, I love that. It's so funny to me. Very predictable. Stop him. Huh? Change the subject quick. I know. Rick's he's going to blurt something. Yeah, he's dying. Bubba, Bubba's favorite scene when they try to pitch him on taking the case. <laughs> Hilarious. It is funny. You just, well, I wish we that? were leaning up happens against early. the brakes. What's wrong got, with that? We, we are leaning minutes. up against the brakes. No, we're not. Uh, unfortunately. It, it, I thought we were going to look at the iron beam. What? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to watch a five-minute video. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we, we could just discuss the Iron Beam with yeah, that in the background. We could I'd do like that. to see the picture. This is yeah. a package on it. Yeah. Yeah. See yeah. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to distract Rick, I'm in I'm for. No, I'd, that's uh, fine. That's I'll even go to break a minute and a half early, <laughs> and we'll come back, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll take a look at and discuss the Iron Beam. Thank you, Helmsy, Trump for being is, kind of vague on Trump that. Trump is back in court today. Have right. you seen the judge the oh, yeah, judge just clamped down on what he can say yeah and he don't like it what you may lead us to Adam's call out of Indiana <laughs> alright we'll be we'll be back <laughs>
More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I'd like to announce to the staff, you have 48 hours to watch the burial. <laughs> That's it. You're giving us the fun. Okay. All right. We're in. Rick. 48 hours, I'm telling it. <laughs> Someone just sent me an email. I think it's very interesting. I'll okay. pass it on to you. Okay. They just wonder if we knew about this website, and it's called historyvershollywood.com. Oh, Greg, this oh, yeah. has got you all over. And it and it lists out everything that, of course, Greg points out. Oh, yeah. And and what's actually true. And I think just based off this, this was the the movie you're talking about, the burial. I'm reading through, and this is very helpful for me because they confirm a lot of things that were actually in the movie. Okay, so Greg. Loosely based. No. Greg. That's their own own words. Oh, I just pulled it up. If you look over it says that it lists their contributors and Greg's names. In it. There it is. <laughs> so, well, that's good. Uh, it says almost as true as the blind side. Greg, don't do Do you this. have the ability to watch just anything and just watch Not it? Not if it's a true story. No way. Uh, Ain't no way. He wasn't able to I almost to watch. the barrel wasn't. <laughs> I'll watch it, but Rick. when something happens, I'll go added. I showed him in the commercial break this morning during the kickoff hour after I just discussed it. I showed him the trailer, and the whole time he talked through it about different things even in the trailer. (laughs) So you can't just lay back and go. I wish I could. I I wish I was like y'all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you have the same thing from your wife about movies. I have about going into any place of business or restaurant. Yeah. The constant Uh discussion of the inefficiency. Yeah. We tried to go to a place last night to look over a couple pieces of furniture that we might need to get for yeah. whatever. And uh, and my first thing is, well, so nobody back here in the furniture part. I said, so like, we want something. Who do we talk to? <laughs> Ready to buy. And she goes, well, I said, so I'm going to go ask the cashier about this chair. <laughs> so anyway, the... Um, yeah. um, where, where's, the, where's the furniture person? Like, yeah. do, how you get it in your truck? Do, are they in the back? I mean, do, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> order, if I, if I say I'll take that chair, but we start a process. Mm, <laughs> uh, it. Speaking of a process, uh, Bubba, you want to talk about? We, uh, it's an incredible story that Israel. How did we find out that there may be an iron beam, not just an iron dome? Well, the iron dome refers to their defense system that right. takes care of these short-range rockets that get sent into Israel. And uh, the Wall Street Journal did a story on it, apparently from some of the footage uh, that people have been taking that looks more like a laser beam shooting Mm -hmm. down some of these rockets as opposed to a physical hit-to-hit missile. So no official word from Israel? No. These are just people speculating? The Wall Street Journal has a little story on it. This laser weapon can strike targets such as drones, rockets, and mortars, and can do so for a fraction of the price of other missile-powered defense systems. The Iron Beam is an experimental project built by Israel. It could be used in conjunction with the Iron Dome, which launches rockets and is considered one of the most advanced air defense systems in the world. Greg, can you translate? Uh, Greg, read that. Uh, I, can't, I can't get that. The lasers. Oh, there it is. This laser beam system, strate- strategic game changer for the Israel in the world. Yeah, for that's just for the, the Israel, Greg. It's just Israel. Israel. Right. right. You I ain't got my glasses on. You didn't but, see but, that. Hey, there's no. Oh, we'll there translate for. I know a lot of you out there speak Hebrew, but for those who don't. <laughs> By the way, this is this is very important. But I was already getting sleepy. Israel says the Iron Beam could voice. enhance its protection yeah, against threats from Iran's allies in Lebanon and Gaza. But some defense experts say the technology has several weaknesses, including its short range. To perfect the system, Israel is in talks with the U.S. about cooperating on the technology. Here's how the laser beam system works and why some military analysts say American expertise could enhance it. 
The iron beam is composed of a laser gun located oh. on this swiveling unit, a surveillance system that tracks incoming threats and a command center where operators give directions. Israeli officials say the laser gun fires a beam that uses 100 kilowatts of power. That's around 100 times the typical electrical power that a household in the U.S. uses. Shouldn't that be dangerous on planes? Here's what it looks like in action. This footage from the Israeli Defense Ministry shows the laser striking down a rocket. Wow, now I want to see that. Israel's goal is to integrate this weapon into its arsenal and also save some money. That's according to military analysts who say the laser would allow the country's army to reduce its reliance on the more expensive Iron Dome. One interceptor missile fired from the Iron Dome can cost $50,000 or more. In contrast, Israeli's departing Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said the Iron Beam could do the same thing for as little as $2. Yeah, but I mean, but, but if it's short range, uh, uh, yeah, what you pay for? If, 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 if it's short range, though, that's the they're saying that's the problem. It is inexpensive, and I yeah. guess it can work in conjunction with, but I don't think you could replace it. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it depends, it depends how big and fancy it gets. Right, yeah. But I mean, that's their problem is short range stuff. I mean, you're talking right, about yeah. stuff coming over yeah, a wall yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a mile away. That's it's right. not something yeah, coming yeah. from you know six hundred miles. But right. I feel safer with something that hits fifty grand a pop as I do some that dollar. Well, just have both. Well, ha- yeah. Two you got Dollar General. You got yeah. Dollar General. Greg, yeah. the laser, the, iron, the iron beam is not Dollar General. No. <laughs> it. Trying to be more efficient. Like, yeah. This is based off true events. The way I'm they saying, can... I will, hey, Greg, we're going to protect you. Really? How much do you spend on that? 50 grand a pop. Ooh, I feel safe. Well, this one's a couple bucks, but it's pretty good. That's a good point. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's a laser. It down. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And we know which one speedy we get. If the yeah. missile well, if it's a laser, it might work better. Look, the Iron Dome is about 90%, maybe 95% effective. So, but with that laser, if they miss, they can fire again right away. Yeah, they don't yeah, have right. to have another rocket. Yeah. I, I, I would be Star of the camp. Of, I, I would be bucks. of the camp of both. And yeah. I think that's what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I heard somebody mention about the price. Yeah. I know. You know. Did you hear what Greg said? They said you can keep firing. I said then you're in for about ten bucks. <laughs> 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 I just hear Speedy hollering to the person, you know that's $2 a pop. <laughs> Look, I think you hit it. Kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point you do have a cost of defense. Yeah. So uh, you of have course. To figure yeah. out what yeah. you can do. But, you know, at any moment, I mean, we saw in this last attack 5,000 yeah. rockets yeah. shot in. So you're, you're looking at 5,000 rockets shot to knock them down. That's that's a lot of money. Well, sure well here's, what, here's what I'm thinking it is because they said the 90% and, and that 5,000 overwhelms the Iron Dome. Well, then if I had the laser with it, couldn't I almost fill in supplementary? Yeah, yeah. Do a supplementary. Yeah, throw it in there with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, for two bucks a pop, yeah. I'll throw it in there. Yeah, what's, what's 20 yeah. bucks? Uh-huh. That's now fine. we got $50,002 every shot when we yeah, combine there, them. Yeah, there you go. The uh, the iron beam is Buddy, like, you don't know. like they said, a hundred kilowatts. Uh, the United States government actually has a three hundred kilowatt laser right now, and they may be helping Israel up the power of their iron beam. Uh, but with the cost, you have to wonder how is the military industrial complex going to like this? No. Oh, that's good. You, I found it funny in this, you know, this rather slow. They like new toys. Yeah, yeah. This, they do. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of making a joke. Yeah. This, this, this rather slow kind of overly laid back presentation of a really probably very outstanding weapon. I yeah. wish we could have marketed it uh, <laughs> rather than this Wall Street Journal story. I think we could have had Danger Zone under it. We could have oh, had it knocking yeah. stuff out of the sky. Sure. We yeah. got some we, chick we, we, We'd have had with John Pleasy doing the voice. Oh. Uh, but, um, more explosions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many more explosions. Yes. But, but, but I will say this. Was it funny to you guys that the minute they talked about it having some setbacks, they showed Biden? 
I mean, it's like, it's like when, they, when, when, when they went, there are some things about it, about short range, that they immediately show Biden trying to come down steps. I don't know if they meant to do that, but that was funny it. to me. They aren't being, being have some stumbles, by Right. Yeah. 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 Well, all of this came out of the research originally done under the Strategic Defense Initiative, or what the opponents call Star Wars, that yep. Reagan introduced. Absolutely. You know, really, if you just look at defense, it all comes back to Reagan. It, well, it's successful. <laughs> 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 right. And uh, uh, he played the highest stakes poker game we ever saw and won. Yeah, he did. Bob, I hate to ask a dumb question, but how is the there laser? There are no dumb questions. How's the laser actually <laughs> take out the missile? Like, what is the technology? What is it sending? It, it starts melting the casing on okay. it and causes it to deform, and then the the speed it's going tears it up when it gets out of That's what I was aerodynamic. Yeah. And it has to kind of sit on the missile for a couple seconds before okay. it heats it up, which is a little, that hurts a little bit. You got to follow it. You are intelligent. Mm. And follow it up. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, noticed you picked up like a little little sidekick in Adler. Have y'all picked up on that? Yeah, we're buddies. That. We're space bros. We okay. always have been and always right. will be. Yeah, right. Yeah. A couple of positive emails. He's perky in there. He is. Oh, mini me in there. I tried to play the right clips, though, today. That ate me up all day yesterday That's when I played okay. the wrong clip. Well, well I was going to say something. Uh, you were in the segment, possibly the whole show, but it wasn't right. that big a deal. Yeah, you, our show is raggedy. Not quite that raggedy. But, uh, the, uh, since you don't know what really we're going to ask for half the time, right. so you're probably ahead and We're sitting game. here throwing stuff at you that, uh, you at the last minute uh Addie, you got that uh the, like, what's wrong what's wrong i'm like nothing she's like well you look like you're back at the pumpkin patch what's wrong <laughs> i got in trouble by the way i got in trouble this weekend for not looking like i was having fun at the pumpkin patch with there's the a reason for that really? it's not for me right here's the no no here's what i loved is, is did adler show y'all the picture that he said when it was being taken he thought he was smiling yes yeah he's yeah. like <laughs> and he's, going, tell he's, 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 he's got he's got his little son look he's going yep. that's the best biggest <laughs> smile he could get that's it <laughs> he was like the pumpkin patch this is awesome <laughs> I look like somebody's like shoving a nail through my toe <laughs> while trying to smile. It was, We're having yeah. fun, aren't we? Pumpkin patches are tough, guys. Yeah. It's Probably the same was, face I had yesterday. It was raining. That hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh not yeah, that in. Pumpkin. Good night. What a mess. Yeah. Terrible. Anyways, iron beam. There yep. you go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I know that we have, uh, we're going to hear, hear this a lot. Trump, Trump has some sort of... A trial today? Is this is, is this right? You can't always get what Trump on trial. Trump on trial. Ah, 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 ah. Here we go. All right, so a Manhattan Supreme Court. Uh, we're, we're we're ready to to start something. Uh, uh, this is the case brought against the Trump Organization, saying they have falsified their finances to overblow that's right. That's right. their assets so they can get bigger bank loans. Right. And uh, this is all part of the. You remember the uh, district attorney ran on uh, her her whole platform running was I will get Trump. Yeah, that that's a. But she didn't exactly hide it from anyone. No, did she? no, yeah. she didn't. It's, it's well documented. Now Trump will be back in the Manhattan courtroom today. It's a two hundred and fifty million dollars civil fraud trial. There is no jury in this. The judge will make the call on this. Um, before leaving, he has uh, once again uh, had slammed the judge hearing the case as a radical left Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, we cannot let this happen in our system. He was going to be there personally to see the testimony of his former attorney, Michael Cohen, 
uh, who would they call his personal lawyer and fixer. Mm. Cohen's uh, testimony uh, has been delayed by what is called a pre-existing medical condition that impedes his ability to testify. But he says he will testify at the earliest opportunity. Now, will that be while the case is still going on? Most people expect this case to go into December. Um, but Trump, who's denied any wrongdoing in this, has repeatedly criticized the judge, the prosecutor, uh, even the uh, judge's law clerk in this, and he has uh, been ordered to not speak publicly about any member of the staff. He has since been hit with another mm. partial gag order in the federal crimes case in Washington, D.C., where he faces charges related to the efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump, who is running for the 2024 Republican nomination, left the New York civil trial after two and a half days after complaining that he was stuck there instead of campaigning. Um, and so he, he's being hit with these gag orders. And I saw where the, uh, the judge said uh, in one of these cases he cannot refer to them or the prosecutor or anything. You know, it's, uh, it's a strange thing because we never had this before. But... Um, you know, if you if you want, I'm not saying it's wise, but if you want to say something negative about the court, um, I think you're probably free to do so right. unless the judge tells you not to. Right. But in this case, can the judge, does the judge have that authority to do that? And especially uh, tying him up, he is, he is interfering with a, uh, an election. If Trump didn't have such a demanding lead, I think he would have even a better case in this. No doubt, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, we've never seen this before where we have someone who is not only running for president, odd. but leading one of the two major political parties uh, being tied up in court proceedings. And, and it was obvious that they all wanted the, these, these cases got to trial at a speed, Rick, that no one else has ever seen. Oh, yeah. And they wanted them in the way to, to interfere with the campaigning. But it's only made Trump more popular. When, when are people going to learn that when you have someone who is so galvanizing, uh, you know, and, and people are feel, are feel so strongly that, that all you do when you do this is him claiming that all these people are out to get you and they're out to get me because they're ultimately out to get you, that it just makes people more excited about them. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it looks like that everything he says that everybody's going to do that he needs to go and protect you from, they're doing. And I'm I'm not a legal expert. I haven't followed this case line by line, but I did see some of the complaints that they were uh, accusing the Trump organization of about their evaluations of several pieces of property, and I, I thought that their their argument was a little weak. Honestly. I agree. I even saw people that are normally you know celebrity Democrats. And they're they're even making fun of the notion that somehow that property where it's located isn't worth what they said it's worth. They said yeah. it's probably worth more. Yeah, yeah. Th this looks a little more like a fishing expedition than it does uh, right. the call for justice. Because unless I'm mistaken, Trump has not defaulted on any of these loans, has mm -hmm. he? So I mean, I know. you know, that would be where you might go. Well, he he got this under false pretense, but. Right. Mm -hmm. The evaluation, I mean, you're, you, you know, there's laws that say you have to go by that, but, but what is the evaluation? Is it by what the property next door is? Is it comparable? What's comparable to, uh, to, to his place in West Palm Beach? I mean, there may not be many, you right. know? I don't know. 
But somebody showed one that was like an empty lot. Yeah. The, now, the, the Adler show showed that. Talked about and, how expensive it and was. And it was near, and it was worth more than they're even saying his whole property yeah. is worth. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. So, it's so anyway, crazy. I mean, well, if, like, if I'm Trump, doing comparables, wouldn't I look at that and say, well, here's a lot right here that's well, worth more than that? Well, look at Trump Tower in New York. There's other towers, but mm-hmm. Trump Tower is known. It's a it's a yeah, destination yeah. place. Correct. I mean, if you're yeah. a tourist, you go by there. You go in, you see the gold. Right. You know. I mean, how do you how do you put a value on that versus the building next to it that nobody knows the name of it? Right. Mm. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. But again, if if you're a supporter of Trump, uh, and I know that they don't, the, the the there's people that don't need any more energy to support Trump. They're all in, no matter what happens. And as you pointed out, when we looked at some of these polls, there's that eight percent that. They're, you know, trying to be one over. And when you look at, uh, like, um, I know this is 217 on, on seven here, uh, Adler, but we've got a billionaire and former Democrat voter. I can't say this person's name. There's no, no way. No way. Uh, but uh, here's what, if you don't want Trump to win again, you don't want people like this that go, you know, I wasn't for him, but I now understand that I should have been. Uh, and and that this is, uh, so meaning if Trump gets an opportunity again, people like this man who didn't vote for him will this time. So, and here he is explaining why. Voted for Hillary Clinton. I voted for Joe Biden, but this is the honest assessment. The guy did for the things that he was supposed to do a good job and for where every other president found a way to frankly make our situation a little bit worse, specifically around wars. He did not do that. And that is a huge accomplishment that I think needs to be acknowledged. As a Democrat who has been left homeless, who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right, I'm left yet again with an appreciation, despite the messenger of the message of the Trump administration, because what those guys did was pretty incredible in hindsight. These Abraham Accords, the Accords with Israel and the GCC, the almost accord between Israel and Saudi, to really be able to like find a long-lasting peace is just a real example for the world, and you know, those guys did a lot of really good work. And it's it's a miracle actually when you when you look at it what they did. Yeah. You know, despite the fact, listen, I'm no fan of Trump, and I am too homeless. But this is where it's a can I say party, this? But if you but want to objectively is, look at what they did, that was have good to. work. It was you great have work. to. You have yeah. to. And in fact, this is a moment where you have to start to re-underwrite like is one's trump derangement syndrome causing more damage than anything that trump could have actually done and i think the answer is yes because like it's now causing us to not see that good work and then embrace and extend it so much of the work that happened in that administration turns out to have been right and that's what's so frustrating for me the work on the border wall we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. Turned out it was right. Issuing long-term debt to refinance when rates were at zero, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. A structural piece in the Middle East, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. When are we going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And when are we going to yeah, actually I mean, see and take the time to look past who is saying things and actually listen to them word for word? Pretty strong. Wow. Yep. There you go. And those are people that did not vote. When they say homeless, they're very wealthy people. They mean politically homeless. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like the current state of the Democrats, and they don't like the far right 
of some of the Republicans, and they realize that they demonized Trump solely because of his personality and demonized the, the message because of the messenger, but the message was right. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Robert, South Carolina, go right ahead, Robert. Welcome. Hi, how you doing? I wanted to give you a, I wanted to run something by you about a poll that you might want to try for Trump. Uh, the gentleman earlier had called in and was talking about Trump, and you all had mentioned about Democrats and how, and the Jewish people and how they normally vote Jewish. And with everything that's going on, Trump definitely is going to have to attract these voters no doubt, that no doubt. are in the middle. So since the ones that aren't sure, it might be nice to poll and ask them, what can he do to win your vote? You know, we did a poll. So if he worked yeah. on it, maybe. Yeah. I think most I'm of them sorry, were just, they were uh, they, nothing. I mean, they were just all against him, no matter what. Yeah, we, we did a, has anybody changed their mind? I think we had a trickle that did. Yeah. It, it wasn't a large number. But, but also those that were for him, there was very little he could do to lose their support. Yeah, but but you got... Well, you, I do you, remember, you do remember hearing that, that from y'all. I just wondered with everything that's going on now, I see right. what you're if saying. anything okay. might have yeah. changed. I see. I see, yeah. And especially if you're, you're Jewish and you've been voting Democrat. I mean, uh, of course, I guess what Biden's about to try to do would go a long way with, with you but or them. But what I would say, uh, you know, it's true, and we will do that, Robert. It's a good idea. Um, it is true what these two Democrats just said. They did not go with Trump's good message on three crucial things because they didn't like the messenger. So they're taking they're taking ownership that maybe they were petty. But I do think also, which may be a, a tougher challenge, it also means that President Trump needs to be coachable. Okay? He's got good ideas. He actually operated as a president quite well uh, and did a lot of things right, the things they mentioned. But they wouldn't listen to his message because they were so unhappy with the way the messenger behaved. So he also needs to hear, if he wants to get that 8%, that maybe it's okay for him not lose his personality, but to be more coachable on how you present the message. Whether you think people should be that way or not, for some reason, we give football coaches a pass as long as they win that we won't give politicians. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but, but we don't. You know, you can have a coach. He can be the biggest jerk in the world. If he wins football games, nobody cares. But for some reason, a president can win, and people say, well, I didn't like what he said because the way he said it. But uh, mm -hmm. so, so maybe because you're talking to a more vast audience, maybe. Uh, maybe football fans don't care, but other people do. Not everybody's yeah. a football fan, so maybe that's it. But, but he also needs to hear from this. That, that I need to be more coachable about how I present my message so people will listen to it. Because the message is good. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, I just don't know if he's capable. No, I agree. Yeah. You're right. I just thought I'd say it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brian good coming out. and Huntsville 100.3, the river. Brian, go ahead. 30 seconds. President Biden going over to Israel now. It's, it, it's the uh, administration sending him. They can pretend like he's doing something. He gets a 12-hour nappy time going there, 12-hour <laughs> nappy time coming back, and it's simply Basement Joe at 20,000 feet. Also, also, uh, yeah, that's that's good. Good. also, Brian, let's be honest, he thinks he's in Delaware. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, so. He's going to think that's the longest train ride he's had in a while. Ain't it? <laughs>
<laughs> Joey, you know how many miles he's got. Let's go to Eddie in Birmingham. Eddie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, I've got a question. Uh, I was watching YouTube, and the Islam flag represents the colors of the four horsemen. And the dude on YouTube was talking about um, them being the four horsemen. I just wanted to hang up and see what you thought about that. I, I wouldn't agree with that. I would disagree with that. So, uh, I mean, the, the four horsemen are very specific, and we covered that in the study. Um, I think that's interesting comment and certainly fun to talk about, but I would disagree with that. I, I don't think it matches the description. No, it, you know? it doesn't. No, I, I, I would not go along with that. Uh, and, and a lot of that has to do with the fact we, we just finished the study on it, so we spent a lot of time there. And that's kind of an inch deep, mile wide comment. But if you if you dive deep, like Bubba just said, it, it doesn't match up. Uh, thanks for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is the number. Uh, we'll come back more of the Rick and Bubba show. It may be the colors match, but them being the four horsemen, it, it doesn't match up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it will be a big and busy show. You know, the world's a crazy place right now. Events are happening quickly. Be with us. We'll get you updated. All tomorrow on the brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out and. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.